The Chief Justice post is vacant. Aspiring to become the Philippines' next top magistrates, our Senior Associate Justice Estela Perlas Bernabe, an Aquino appointee. And so far as policy matters are concerned, um, there is somehow a deference to the President's executive power. But uh, we can also check that uh, the ex- if the exercise of this power is within the bounds of truth and reason. Associate Justice Alexander Gismundo, a Duterte appointee. The court should decide on the basis of what is before it in terms of issues and laws applicable. People may have different perceptions, but what matters is that the court is doing And the young Associate Justice Ramon Paul Hernando, a Duterte appointee who, if appointed, will serve 15 years as Chief Justice. Do you have any qualms, any reservations against ruling, ruling against the President who will appoint the Chief Justice? I have no such qualms whatsoever, Your Honor. My fealty would be to the Constitution. Hello, I am Lian Buan, and you are listening to the Law of the Terta Land podcast, where we discuss controversial policies of the executive, gaps in the law, and court decisions that shake long-standing principles in the legal profession. For this episode, we will talk to Attorney Jojo Mejia, a former member of the Judicial and Bar Council, a relatively small office that has the immense responsibility of vetting and then recommending to the president who can sit on the bench. Is the JBC doing enough to make sure only the worthy gets to be among the gods of Padre Faura? And is the JBC accountable for those who turn out bad? With the Chief Justice applicants, um, there are three of them, Justice Bernabe, Gismundo, and um, Hernando, and President President Duterte now has the shortlist in his hands and yes, 90 days as per the Constitution. And actually today, Saturday, Bakante officially vacant na yung Chief Justice position. What is the ideal time for him to fill that vacancy? Okay. If you're talking of the ideal time, the ideal time is always yesterday. No? I mean, it's always uh, immediate because uh, of the tremendous amount of the Chief Justice. Siyempre, meron pang konting learning curve yan. So the more time that you lose, the more disadvantages to the whole uh, process of uh, of uh, dispensation of justice by the Supreme Court. So my answer to that question, uh, while the president has uh, uh, that time given by the Constitution, it's always ideal for him to uh, to uh, appoint as soon as he can. But he's always taken his time no, from, for the last vacancies. Laging matatagal bago siya makapag-fill ng vacancy. And that's always parang kulang lagi yung Supreme Court bench. We cannot second-guess him eh, uh, in a lot of things. So, uh, um, I don't know why. Maybe, um, alam mo naman yan, mga lobbying yan, etc. I don't know. So, uh, if you appoint someone, you disappoint another, etc. I don't know if if these are the, these are the dynamics within the minds of the within the mind of the president. So I don't know. We cannot we cannot really, uh, as I said, second guess what he thinks. No? Yeah. 
going to the Chief Justice applicants, of course, um, uh, we we learned how seniority is valued in the Supreme Court. We learned that in the Coaranto period. Justice Bernabe is the most senior. Um, she would, but she would only serve until May 2022. So that's one year of term of Chief Justice. So, uh, but what is the edge of seniority? What is her edge if seniority lang yung pag-usapan natin? Siguro I will have to. Uh, well, correct the notion that uh, seniority is, is valuable. Apparently, for the last many years, they have uh, disregarded no, the seniority rule, which is just really a, a guiding rule but not a mandatory rule. No? So, given the prerogative of the, of the president to appoint whoever he deems uh, a fit, then the seniority rule becomes... Uh, well, in a manner of speaking, immaterial, no? Um, but uh, specifically, uh, going into the case of uh, uh, Justice Bernabe, um, I think uh, it is safe to assume that uh, the President uh, has, this, has the advantage of this time honoring and observing the seniority for one or two reasons. No? Well, one is that if he appoints uh, uh, Justice Bernabe, he will still be given another opportunity to appoint another Chief Justice. And I think uh, that, to me, is ideal uh, for the President in terms of his effort to appoint uh, more than one during his uh, presidency. You know? uh, the second reason is that in so doing, then it shall have, uh, it shall have uh, revived uh, the the seniority mm. the seniority ano, the seniority rule no so to me it, it's uh, uh, hitting the proverbial you know two birds yeah. with one stone okay one is he will be given the opportunity to to appoint another during his term and the other one is uh, he somehow observes the seniority rule which to some is quite uh, important. So you actually kind of answered my next question, sir. Is my next question would have been, what is the benefit of him just appointing now his appointee? Like, because if Alis naman ni Justice Bernabe in May, the next Chief Justice would be one of his appointees for sure. Well, that is if Justices Kagiwa and Leonen do not apply again. But what if the benefit if he just goes for either Justice Gismundo or Justice Hernando for this appointment? Um, uh, offhand, um. The only benefit that I can see is that uh, if he appoints one who is more junior and will have more years uh, other than Justice Bernabe, whose term will be very limited, then uh, it will, I think, uh, uh, stabilize more the leadership of the Supreme Court in that sense. Because, of course, if now I appoint meron pa akong several years. So, meron na akong, ano, meron na akong, ano, meron na akong foresight at uh, kung paano ko patatakbuhin ng Supreme Court, no? Yun ang, yun ang advantage siguro. The, advan- the other advantage I could think of is quite uh, inconsequential, but I will mention it just the same. Eh, ang pagkakaalam ko, pag Chief Justice ka, pag nag-retire ka, you get a significant amount yeah. of benefits, no? 
So kung isa lang i-appoint na ngayon, kasi kung malibaw i-appoint kasi uh, Justice Bernabin, I- I'm not saying that that's wrong. Mm. I'm just yeah. uh, saying that kasi you're asking for an advantage and it's one of the advantages I can think of. Uh, uh, yun nga, instead of uh, one uh, availing herself of uh, the astronomical benefits, then siguro mayroong konting savings doon, no? which I think is just... Uh, Uh, maybe inconsequential compared to mm. the to the appointment itself. Mm. Yeah. Either kay Justice Gismundo or Justice Hernando, but more especially kay Justice Hernando because if he is appointed, he will be serving for 14 years. And he's... Yeah, um, he's one of the youngest. Yeah, he's one of the youngest. And he's not the most junior, but he's the most junior of the applicants. He's number five as of yeah. this moment. Um, Siyempre, ang maisip ng mga tao, this is another sereno, young and serving a long time and we all know what happened to her. Do you think there will be resistance kapag si Justice Hernando ang napoy? Ako, ako kasi, um, sa akin, again, I beg to disagree. Ano? I think it's a, it's a wrong premise to say that uh, there is apprehension about the whole episode about Sereno happening again. No? So sabi nga nila, it's like comparing apples and oranges. Please remember that uh, Justice Sereno was removed Uh, was appointed by another president, mm-hmm. no? uh, and uh, uh, it would not have happened, I think, no, if uh, the appointing president was also President Duterte. Mm-hmm. No? So, merong konting, I mean, let's face it, may konting, siguro dynamics yan, may konting politika dyan, but uh, I don't see that problem propping up, precisely because the one who um, the one who will appoint now will be President Duterte. Okay? We cannot second-guess again the next mm-hmm. administration. No? Uh, kasi impeachment, as you very well know, to a certain extent, is a political process. No? Katulad ng impeachment sa President, katulad mm-hmm. ng impeachment kay Trump, and all that stuff. No? So I don't think that danger is present uh, should uh, President Duterte appoint a Chief Justice during his term. And a, a young one, as yeah. I, uh, I should have said. And siguro let's also talk about that because it's on record, it's in Justice Kagiwa's dissent, that one of the problems was that Justice Seren, Chief Justice Sereno was, to quote Justice Kagiwa, was disliked by the members of the court. So if likable naman si Justice Hernando, maybe there would not be an issue, whether he's young or yes. whether... I, I, I think you can, you can put it that way. Maybe if there is... Uh, a little uh, misgiving, then it will just be a little, and as I said, inconsequential. Pero it's not as uh, grievous, for want of a better term, to uh, to appoint him, siguro. Uh, the reaction, I mean, from the other justices. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's discuss the prospects of each of the applicants. Let's start with Justice Bernabe. What do you think would be the thrust of a Bernabe court? Um... I don't really know. Um, if uh, a thrust is uh, uh, readable no? at this mm-hmm. time, uh, especially so that uh, uh, she will have a you know a shorter period of time. No? Um, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, if, if, if there will be a definitive tr- thrust, no? by uh, any one of them. Uh, again, uh, hindi natin masabi what is really near to their heart in terms of judicial uh, uh, judicial uh, improvement, 
judicial uh, should we say upgrade etc mm-hmm. no so uh, i think uh, it is safe to say that the common trust of all three would be to make the dispensation of justice more effective efficient and uh, and inexpensive uh, so yun siguro muna ang ang masasabi ko no yeah and to add to that siguro ano uh, justice bernabe as the last bar chairman did a lot of reforms with the bar so siguro dun mo rin makikita um <coughs> what she, uh, how she wants to make the administration of justice more efficient para hindi na mahirapan yung mga tao she did do that for the law students and Justice Gismundo is also always credited by Chief Justice Peralta as his sidekick pagdating sa mga promulgation of rules I think that's right that's right committee chair of some ano that's right so I hope uh, we're all hoping that darating yung araw talagang justice will be available to you know to everyone no? ako kasi bian um, as a teacher of law as a lawyer, I always am saddened by the fact that parang law is, justice is only for the rich. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, tignan mo yung mga nakakulong dito sa, ano, walang, you know, walang abogado, walang, hmm. yung iba, uh, naserve na nila yung kanilang, naserve na nila yung kanilang, Kung, kung halimbawa, makukondik sila, misan wala pang isang taon yung conviction, madar may Pero, kita silang one year. You know, so it's really quite sad. No? But, yeah. And I hope there will come a time that uh, that particular problem will be addressed. I, I share I, I share your wish very fervently. Um, going to another topic po, uh, under President Duterte, there have been five appointees of his who had already left, so that's Justice Martires Tiham and Justice Andy and Justice Joey Reyes, and of course the unexpected retirement of Justice Padilla. Uh, what does it mean for Supreme Court stability? Kung meron yung tinatawag na lang revolving door, kasi andami ng umalis at andami ulit na point. Um, of course, the effect the effect is always uh, adverse. No? Bakit? Kasi yung mga kasong matatagal na naka-assign sa kanila at hindi na-resolve, no? Diba, nung nasa Judicial and Bar Council tayo, ang ating common refrain is what will you contribute and how can you contribute in the expedient disposition of justice? How will you be able to manage your cases? What reform should you do in terms of speeding up all these antiquated cases, diba? So, if those issues are still relevant today, a revolving door approach is not ideal. Kasi, pag umupo ako dyan, no, meron akong learning curve, eh, bago ako makarating sa learning curve ko, nag-retire na ako. Mm. No? So, it's not ideal. But then again, that's a system. No? Uh, yun ang sistema natin, which we can only you know, accept uh, as part of our, uh, as I said, judicial system. Mm. Uh, and of course, there are these um, news of early retirements. Ang um, una po tanongin mo kita, What were your thoughts nung mga nalaman niyo when you heard of the news na CJ si Peralta was retiring early, and then the newest one, Justice De Los Santos, expressed intent to retire early. Um, alam mo, how will I say this? Uh, and I have to be careful. Why? Because the first. Uh, 
thing that comes to mind is bakit, di ba? Mm-hmm. When people are exerting tremendous effort to be able to land a seat in the highest court of the land, which they say is every every lawyer's dream, except me. I never dreamt to be a judge or a justice. No? But given their passion, given all the preparation, given all the aspirations that, that they have done, tapos magre-retire ka earlier, parang mag-iisip ka, bakit? Mm-hmm. Diba? I will stop there. I will not, again, I will not second guess. Yeah. Uh, there might be a reason. But to me, it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because uh, it does not contribute to the stabilization and the expedient disposition of cases. No? Uh, we, a lot of people lament the fact that there are certain justices who are also being questioned because marami daw cases na nakapending, matagal na, etc. So, paano ma-address yun kung merong revolving door? Mm-hmm. No? It's a rhetorical question, but I think it's a good question of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is my uh, thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. And yung second mm-hmm. question ko, I heard this so many times beginning with Justice Padilla's unexpected retirement. Ano daw nangyari sa vetting ng JBC? So, it puts in question JBC's vetting a little bit. First question, do you agree na JBC is in question in this? And um, wha- so, what happened? Bakit hindi na, na-check yung mga health? Um, kung health man, kasi Justice De Los Santos also said it's due to health reasons. Uh, ang JBC kasi can only do so much. Eh. Alam mo, uh, uh, Sabi ko nga, when, a, when a, an applicant is in front of me, even just for the lowest court of the land, MTC, RTC, you know, when, some, when an applicant, when I was seated in the JBC and when an applicant is right in front of me, my presumption is that he, he or she has what it takes to become a judge or justice of the Supreme Court. And... Um, uh, there have been many candidates who performed well in the interviews whose uh, records are quite uh, 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 impressive. And yet, pag nando na, and I've been hearing hmm. one or two or three judges who I heard are competent, hindi mo mapasok sa time, mabagal magdesisyon, no? So, minsan, diyan, it's like, being a teacher, no? To me, it does not matter kung bulak-bulkat, bagsak ka ng bagsak sa college. Kung magaling ka magturo, hmm. uh, you're better off than a summa cum laude whose, uh, whose uh, uh, transcript is uh, immaculately clean, so to speak, no? What I'm saying is, JBC can, can only do, do so much. Hindi mo, hindi mo pwedeng, sab- hindi mo talaga pwedeng sabihin talaga what is, what is the hmm. future. When, 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 Somebody likes, uh, like, I, I won't mention a name. Okay? Pag sinabi niyang, Your Honors, uh, uh, you just have to trust me on this. Uh, uh, my passion is for the dispensation of justice, blah, blah, blah. No? Then, to a certain extent, you can just blindly rely on, on, on that. on that ano, no? So, mahirap. Mahirap talagang, ano, uh, hindi naman talaga guarantee 100%. Ang JBC 
performs a significant role. And that is sifting through psychological, etc. Pero end of the day, sorry, I hate to use that, that, that phrase, but anyway, uh, when you come right down to it, it will still depend on, on the person. Meron, doon, nagkukwentuhan na rin lang tayo. Meron ako mga in-interview dati. Take three. Mm-mm. Sa bar. Take four. Wala sigurong take four. Baka take three. And yet, I hear they're the ones who are doing very well now. no? Uh, and I will, I can mention to you more than five names. Mm-hmm. Kasi ako naman, maski wala na ako sa JBC, sama, nagtatanong-tanong pa rin ako. Ano ba yung naging bunga? Itong pinaghirapan uh, namin nung araw, di ba? So yun ang yun ang ano doon, yun ang yun ang yun ang yun ang sagot ko ron, no? Uh, hindi mo nga talaga malalaman kung ano yung nasa isip at utak ng mga tao at kung ano yung nasa motive nila. But uh, yun, uh, we cannot really entirely fault uh, JBC for that. At the same time, at the same time, sabi ko nga minsan kasi limited din yung applicant. Katulad ngayon, tatlo lang. So JBC was uh, was limited. Constrained. That's the right word. So yun siguro yung yung aking opinion with respect to the role of JBC in its effort to continuously effectively vet uh, applicants of the judiciary. But during your time, did you um, probe or naghanap ba kayo ng mas marami pang medical certificates? Because ang napansin ko sa mga latest JBC public interviews, they always start with you say, uh, ito, I think this is Judge De Monteverde or Judge Ilo who like to ask this. Parang, you say you have you have been medically cleared, but I see here that your glucose level, your sugar level are high. So, ganun na sila magtanong. So, do you think um, it's just right that they probe more into the health of the applicants given the success? Yes. Of course, of course. Uh, um, in fact, Ako, natatandaan ko, isang mag-usisi si Attorney Cayosa, yeah, no? Uh-uh. Eh, ako naman kasi, hindi naman din ako doktor. Kaya misan, hindi ko, ang napagtutunan ko ng pansin noon, yung mga ibang aspeto ng kanilang qualification, ano? Uh, pero tama ka, no? Mahalagang bagay yung, yung titignan talaga at usisihin yung uh, uh, health, uh, health nila, no? Uh, pero sabi ko nga, ang sinasubmit naman ay peripheral din. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, hindi naman sila nagsasubmit talaga ng nung talagang rigid talaga examination. No? So, meron silang medical exam, etc. No? Eh, syempre, may, meron ding tinatawag na denial aspect yan kung ako'y nag-a-apply. Bakit ko naman? Meron ako nararamdaman. Minsan, hindi ko rin siguro itatay ba. So, I don't know. At saka, ang hirap-hirap pating i-ano na nung psychological aspect no uh, yon minsan uh, maganda yung result nung ano pero minsan sa interview makikita mo may iba yung you know thinking yan with some matters etc so it's really uh, as I said uh, after uh, you know after sifting through and doing your work then you leave it actually to to chance yeah yung psychological evaluation ba is it done by a JBC assigned psychologist or they go to Meron ano may, may in-house may in-house oh. psychologist psychiatrist ng JBC. Oh, kan nakikita oh. ko rin sa mga may schedule yeah. din yan eh, sa JBC ba? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Going to another JBC rule, may bago sila. I think this was last year. I'm sorry if malina kasi hazy na yung time ko pandemic time. Uh, nagbabasil ng rule na you have to have a minimum of 2.5 years to serve. I've, I've heard I've heard of that, but I'm not sure if that was made a definitive rule. Was it? It well, no known challenge has been lodged against it. No, and, but but merong bang lumabas na black and white na ito yung rule? Yes. Or internal? Yes. Okay, it was okay. published. It was published uh, oh, okay. last year. 2.5 years. Uh, ang nakalagay sa blueprint ay you have to serve a minimum of 2.5 years. Siyempre, pag minas mo yun, you should be at most only 67.5. Yeah. Um, kaya ako naman naisip na internal rule lang yun at hindi siya black and white is because uh, some people can look at that as constitutionally infirm. Yeah. Kasi kung titignan mo yung constitution, uh, walang ganong requirement. But as I said, uh, the JBC position, I am sure, is we are mandated to promulgate rules that will strengthen uh, the institution. So, siguro yun naman ang justification doon. Ano? Uh, pero kasi kung ganun din lang kasi, di maglagay na rin tayo ng rules about those running for president. Mm-hmm. Sabi mo, dapat college, mga uh, ganun. I, you know, it, I'm just trying to compare. No? just trying to compare. Uh, so, ganun, that might be open to a constitutional challenge, but ang problema, yung mga magko-constitutional challenge might be applicants in the future and may, may, may earn the ire of the JBC. Yeah. No? But, uh, in some, uh, I will give JBC the benefit of the doubt. Kasi, kasi nga naman, well, katulad nung nabanggit ko kanina, it's not advantageous to the Supreme Court to appoint someone who will sit there for like five months, four months, that's retire then another then retire. Diba? So, maganda rin siguro yun to discourage uh, people j- from applying just to earn the title and to earn the benefits that it entails. Tapos mga one year lang sila nandun. Yeah, sa- or less even. Hmm. To diba? add to add to the discussion, sir, sinayo mo kanina na sana di nirequire na rin natin ng iba. Kasi uh, I, uh, I found that hindi naman odd or fascinating yung probity integrity that's all, only a requirement for members of the court sa president at sa vice president you only need to be natural born and can read and write oh my um i don't know siguro no constitution is perfect um again we we cannot uh, go back now and question the yeah wisdom of the constitutional framers ano yes we could have done a lot ang problema lang kasi uh, ang constitution kasi minsan yung mga nagframe are are limited within the milieu within the circumstances of their of their time diba uh, so yun siguro siguro that will be up for another uh, debate should the constitution be amended which i am i think it's being done I'm actually um, waiting for someone to legally challenge yun nga yung JBC rule. But I think wala namang nag-challenge. Yun nga, sabi mo nga, sir, baka kasi it's for their, their will be, they will be prospective applicants who might earn that her of the JBC after. Um, going to the court's um, composition, um, it's all been CA justices lately. That seems to be the preference of President Duterte, except yung... Justice Martires and Justice Gismundo are from Sandian Bayan. But what do you think is a good balance for the court's cons- composition? Um, 
you have to remember that most of the, if not all, the current membership of uh, JBC are all coming from the bench, no? Um, I think uh, uh, Attorney Monteverde was at was at one time. Uh, I'm not sure, yes. no? Yes, yes. Okay. So, si Justice Mendoza, si Judge Ilaw, si Justice Tiham. So, if they have a bias in favor of uh, those coming from the bench, I will understand. And there is a good reason for that. Because, ang hirap namang pagdating mo sa Supreme Court, doon ka palang mag-aaral. Mm. Diba? Ang presumption nila is that if you came from within, then you already have a working knowledge and working understanding of the of the system. Although, sabi, sabi mo, theoretically, you can appoint someone from the from the outside, especially someone from the academe. In fact, I lament the fact that a lot of those whom I really admire uh, did not make it. No, Nandiyan si Professor Ruben Balane, who's a walking expert of uh, of civil law. Nandiyan si Dean Cesar Villanueva, no? for a more recent uh, current uh, personality. No? Um, Dean Candelaria, I think. Dean Candelaria, my classmate, I forgot. No? Uh, si Sedfri. So, yun ang sistema natin. Eh. Uh, uh, we cannot, uh, we cannot, as I said, uh, uh, really read the minds of... Uh, pero si Dean Candelario was uh, no, shortlisted. Eh. Pero mahahaba kasi yung mga shortlist ng JVC recently. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not really a shortlist. <laughs> mga 12 sila ata. Yeah, yeah. Eh, la, si President Duterte naman has that prerogative. So, again, we respect that prerogative. No? Uh, um, we cannot actually go beyond that. Mm. Can you tell us and the listeners more about what the JBC does? Because pumapasok lang yung JBC sa consciousness nila kung may public interview for a Justice of the Supreme Court. What what other work does the JBC actually do? And kano ba kalake ang JBC? How many people does the JBC have? The Judicial and Bar Council uh, is limited and focused in uh, vetting, examining the, the qualifications of applicants to the judiciary. And that is an, not an easy task. Isipin mo lang, ilan ba yung municipality sa Pilipinas? So that's no, all offhand. judges. All judges. Siguro, kayo. libo. Uh-oh. Diba? Ilan ba yung regional districts sa Pilipinas? Siguro, by the hundreds. No? So yun man lang, should really occupy the time of the of the members of the Judicial and Bar, Bar Council sifting through all these qualifications. No? Um, so going back to your question, there are four regular members of the Judicial and Bar Council. There are several executive offices under them. No? Uh, and uh, again, I forgot my numbers here, but we're talking here of, I think, uh, almost a hundred, if not more than a hundred personnel of the JBC. No? Uh, nandun yung kumukuha ng application, nandun yung nagsisift through ng mga qualifications, etc. No? So it's quite a significant uh, institu- uh, well, number uh, of the JBC for a, for a significant institution. At wala naman sila talagang ibang mandate, kundi, kundi yun lang. And that's already more than enough for uh, them to tackle. May unit bar office sa JBC which proactively probes into the records of an applicant or 
pag dumating na yung requirements sa inyo, you just look through it, kung okay na, okay na. Or pag meron bang glaring, there is there a unit na, tignan mo nga to, can you invest? Uh, actually, meron existing disqualifications. For example, kung ikaw ay regular, uh, ikaw ay lawyer, uh, wala ka sa bench, no? Uh, uh, a disbarment case is a disqualification. Uh, so, automatic yan, lumalabas yan. No, so may mga sa umpisa pa lang nabibet na talaga no yung mga may cases, mga criminal cases, etc. No? Ah, uh, may software. So yun, yun ang, may software po ang JBC sir para magano mag-search. Um, nung panahon ko walang software, hindi ko lang alam ngayon. Pero kasi ah, uh, kasi yan eh. So syempre under oath yan eh. Ah, okay. Diba, pag nag-submit ka under oath, nila, eh, may disqualification Oo. Eh yung iba alam na nila so hindi na sila nag-a-apply. Okay, tapos ang, nung panahon namin, uh, we utilized the Integrated Bar of the Philippines in helping us out kapag mayroong mga convention nung araw, sinasama namin yon sa mga questions. Ito yung mga judges sa region mo. Meron ka bang knowledge about uh, this judge which will affect his integrity, etc. So, uh, you can be creative about it in terms of, uh, you know, sifting through the qualifications of judges and justices. I remember a time nung I think this was in 2019 na uh, the JBC deferred doing a shortlist kasi they they wanted more time to look into the salience of the chief justice applicant. So may ganun namang proactiveness ang JBC when it comes to Yeah, I would say yes, yes, especially after the Sereno episode. Mm. Um babalik ulit ako sa what the JBC does and this is a quote from a FOCAP forum dati by um, former Justice Conchita Carpio Morales. It's, it's such a, uh, it's a strong um, holding of accountability of the JBC, sabi niya to quote her. How else would you explain the scalawags, people who are known to be corrupt and who are actually said to be corrupt are still in the judiciary? So I blame the Judicial and Bar Council. So what, what can you say about that? I mean, should the JBC be held accountable for a shortlisted applicant who turned out to be corrupt or incompetent. You know, uh, uh, it reminds me of the age-old uh, you know, saying uh, that the glass is either half empty or half filled. No, uh, Please remember that the JBC is the same institution which better than the shortlisted uh, Justice Carpio Morales. No? Uh, so, uh, ganun eh. it, it's a risk that, 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 that the JBC has to take. Sabi ko nga, when you sift through, nakita mo, etc. So, to me naman, JBC is not entirely to blame. Uh, kasi sabi ko nga, if it, if it is entirely to blame, when it comes to uh, so-called uh, uh, bad appointments, then it should also be credited when it comes to good appointments like Justice uh, Carpio Morales, and a lot of others, no? Uh, in fact, hindi lang naman si Justice Carpio Morales ang nagsabi nun. During the uh, hearing sa Congress, uh, during the impeach- impeachment or uh, impending impeachment of uh, Justice Sereno, si Justice uh, De Castro also blamed the JBC for shortlisting her, no? Uh, so yun, yun ang, yun ang, yun ang sagot ko doon, no? Uh, the JBC is there, uh, it's bet. I think the judiciary is better off having the JBC there than not, uh, you know, than not being there. So um, I, I think uh, 
uh, it can only do so much but still it cannot solely be blamed for the bad eggs in the judiciary you think this system is better having the JBC vet um, as compared sa America na vetted by the Senate yung mga appointees parang i-appoint muna ng president and then i-vet nila ng Senate nila ganun um, hindi kasi again hindi kasi natin ma-compare yung system sa US at saka dito eh kasi dito we're talking about the commission on appointments nandun pa rin yung politika hmm. nandun pa rin yung uh, lobbying etc no uh, sa US kasi in fact hindi ka maniniwala uh, we we, uh, we went to observe and uh, have a roundtable discussion with respect to those responsible in the appointment and vetting. And you know what? We have a better system than them. How so? But the better system does not, the better system in theory does not guarantee a better result. Mm-hmm. Alam mo, uh, natatandaan ko nga, uh, kasi nung, nung pumunta kami ron, the whole issue on psychological, uh, you know, qualification was... Uh, uh, being heatedly debated on. Hmm. So, I raised that in our roundtable discussion and they were all embarrassed to even think that, they, that there is a possibility of testing them psychologically. Nasyak sila. No, no, sabi niya, that's unthinkable with respect to our... Kasi, ang, ang tanong is, uh, uh, what is your process in testing the psychological capacity of... And they were all, uh, sabi ko nga, they were all taken aback. No? So, what I'm saying is that uh, iba yung kultura nila, iba yung kultura natin. So we cannot really compare our system with that of the United States. Yeah, true. That's my take. Um, dun naman sa public interviews, uh, this is what I've observed uh, over the last years. They don't really ask a lot of tough questions and forgive me for saying that, pero there were there have been lesser tough questions in the public interviews and yung last nga sa Chief Justice interview, so many comments about and daming pinagdadaanan ng judiciary and yet that's the topic. Parang kulang na kulang yung mga lawyer na nanonood. Um, do you agree to that characterization and or to that observation? Uh, again, sabi ko nga, kanya-kanya kasing ano, kanya-kanya kasing uh, kanya-kanya kasing uh, approach no kanya-kanyang sistema ng uh, pagsusuri ika nga no so siguro yun ang nakikita nilang magandang paraan upang masala yung mga current ano no uh, alam mo parang ano yan eh uh, lian eh parang kino-compare mo si <laughs> i don't know this is the first thing that came to mind when you mentioned that nung araw Kung narinig, kung narinig mo pa sa Senator Jokno, si Senator Tanyada, si Well of Late, si Senator Sagisag, Maseta. Tapos magtatakang ka ngayon, eh bakit ngayon compared to mga gano'n? No? So, um, I think it's a times. Uh, times are changing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but going back, bakit gano'n kalamya? Siguro, no? yung term sa mga katanungan uh, hindi ko masabi. Siguro, uh, uh, yun lang ang, ang pamantayan na nasa kanilang isip. Do you, do you isip, discuss no? in the Exicom among the regular members na, uh, ako itatanong ko to ah, at ikaw na lang to. Misan, misan ganon, misan ganon. Halimbawa, uh, ako meron ako mga paboritong tinatanong. Hmm. So, parang an official rule namin, o oh, Joy, ikaw magtanong nito. Hmm. 
si Attorney Cayosa, may, tina, may paborito siyang... Attorney Cayosa, lagi Sal N yung, <laughs> yung dating tinatanong. Sal N at saka yung ano, MCLE. Kasi she represents the IBB. No? Uh, ako minsan sa, sa, sa carelessness nila, sa preparation ng kanilang tax, etc. Um, yun. At saka minsan siguro yung kaalaman, basic na kaalaman sa, sa, sa batas. Ano? Um, meron nga ang pagtatakot ka. Minsan meron nga akong tinanong. Eh. Uh, hindi ito public interview pero sa mga interviews namin, no? Sabi ko, uh, attorney ganyan, sabi ko, can you please summarize to me the uh, jurisdiction of the Regional Trial Court? And he could not even answer. And I thought that was the, the fairest question kasi you want to be in the RTC, the least that you can tell me is that your familiarity with the jurisdiction. Yung mga ganun, no? Ang punto ko lang is that siguro yung mga tanong man lang should be a test kung meron man lang working understanding or working knowledge or sincerity in uh, in assuming that particular position no so iba-ibang ano uh, iba-ibang hilig iba-ibang punto de vista no so yun siguro uh, ang sa akin lang it's uh, uh, let's just assume that whatever the line of questioning is it's always uh, for the you know uh, their own way of uh, Betting. It is also be deference kasi kung ang mga ini-interview ay for Associate Justice of the Supreme Court, minsan tough naman eh, especially Justice Mendoza kung mag-quiz siya on jurisprudence and the law, minsan napapakamot pa yung ibang incumbent justice na pupunta sa Supreme Court. Pero yung Chief Justice applicants, is it deference? Kasi parang your honor ka na, ikaw na yung God of Padre Power eh, ba't ko pa tamin tatanungin ng ganito kahirap na tanong? Uh, baka, no? baka, human nature, baka may deference, no? pero uh, hindi siguro dapat. Kasi public interview yan. Eh. Ang interview kasi ay hindi lamang pagkakataon para makita ng mga, ng mga members ng Judicial and Bar Council yung kakayahan, yung pag-iisip, mga saloobin, ika nga, ano, ng isang applicant. But this is... Uh, for the public uh, consumption to have to allow the public to have a view clearer view on the judicial philosophy on the you know uh, maybe even integrity plans uh, of a particular candidate no? so ideal siguro dapat mas malalim at mas uh, masinsinan uh, ika nga yung uh, yung pagtatanong Oh, so, nabanggit mo na din yung judicial philosophy. Napansin ko, lalo na dun sa last Chief Justice interview, ang tanong ay, what is your judicial philosophy? And then they will say, like, I'm a textualist, I'm an originalist, I'm not really a judicial activist. And that stops there. So, parang um, as a viewer, parang mas gusto ko sanang marinig for that to be put to the test. Like, okay, how did your being textualist apply to your vote here or to your ponensya here? And that seems to be conflicting with your vote in another case, ganyan. So, and that's what we missed in the last Chief Justice interviews. Uh, yeah, so, sabi ko nga, we leave it to the, we leave it to the uh, individual wisdom of its member. Sabi ko nga, kanya-kanyang, kanya-kanyang approach, no? Uh, siguro yung mga mas uh, mabusisi, 
ay titignan muna no magpagsusuriin yung mga nakaraang mga pagpapasya or decisions ng ano no so uh, uh, it's a good thing that we have maybe that mm. maybe we have this podcast para kung marinig nila no kung sino mang future member ng judicial oh, and bar council ko ang judicial and bar oh, mas uh, mas uh, uh, mapagtunan ng pansin yung ganong uri ng pagtatanong sabi ko nga hindi lamang para sa kapakanan ng mga kasapi o miyembro ng Judicial and Bar Council, but for the public consumption as well, which to my mind is more important. Yeah, and uh, which brings me to my last question, which is also a twofold question. Why should the public, kasi minsan sir, pag nanonood ako ng JBC interview, nalulungkot ako na yung viewers, nakikita kasi sa YouTube yun eh, makikita mo, 10 viewers and 20 viewers and I know like 10 of that reporters kami-kami nagko-cover 10 yung mga kamag-anak or whoever parang konti yung nanonood so why should the public be encouraged to pay more attention to the JBC public interviews and on the JBC how can they make it more not dumbing it down but maybe more interesting for, kasi it, if it's for public consumption di dapat mas maingan yung public manood um, dalawa kasi yung pananaw dyan uh, Lian Yung ibang miyembro ng JBC, ayaw nilang masyadong publicize kasi napupulitika, siguro, ganon. No? Yung iba naman, katulad mo, katulad ng karamihan, uh, we owe it to the public to show the qualification. Ano? Uh, yeah, siguro let's, let's leave that as an open question and a guidepost for the future uh, thrust. No? And... Uh, 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 action of the Judicial and Bar Council to consider that. Uh, tama ka. Uh, kailangan siguro ng higit na malawakang partisipasyon uh, ang mamamayan. After all, uh, mga public servants lahat yan. Ano? So siguro isama natin yon sa ating magiging panawagan upang higit na palawakin yung uh, kaalaman ng taong bayan. No? Alam mo, nung Nung ano kami, nung bago kaming graduate sa law school, bago kami pasasabar as wide-eyed idealist law students, no? we formed a group we called the Alternate, uh, Structural, Structural Alternative Legal Assistance Group or SALAG. Ang theory namin ay uh, the system wants to keep the people ignorant from the law so that people will have an unnecessary dependence on lawyers, no? I share the same um, thing, actually. So, ang, 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 see? So, ang theory namin is sana mas mapopularize natin, no? Yung, yung batas upang sa ganun, maibahagi mo ito dun sa mga, alam ako mas, sa mga sudyante ko nga sa, sa law, eh, sinasabi ko, basta marunok ng sumulat, nakakaintindi ka, hindi mo kailangan maging legalistic sa yung mga forms, etc., Kasi minsan, simpleng affidavit lang. Kailangan pumunta sa lawyer, sisingil ng limandaan, isang libo. Kaya nga sinasabi ko, alam mo, nakakalungkot. Parang justice is only for those who can afford. And uh, I think there's an effort naman on the part of the government to improve to improve that. Kaya ang PAO, no? uh, pinalakas at I think it has an effective role. But to me, kailangan pa ng higit na pagsisikap uh, uh, para sa ganong direksyon. And then I will take this opportunity to greet my students, my Koblo 1, uh, K41 and Koblo 1, K42 students from the De La Salle University who have all been 
very studious and uh, interested no in learning the law mm. so for those who are interested in uh, considering a a uh, career in the judiciary we need people who are idealistic we need people who have what it takes to become a judge no uh, without losing sight of the fact that lahat ng batas no ay uh, para sa uh, mamamayan at hindi lamang para sa ilan. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And to the listeners who include your students now. <laughs> to the listeners, uh, yun, uh, watch out because President Duterte will appoint a new Chief Justice and there would be... There's now an, a vacancy in the Supreme Court and there would be an, a vacancy because Justice De Los Santos sabi nga niya, will probably retire early and I hope we, this episode encouraged you to watch the future public interviews of the JBC. I am Lian Buan. Thank you for listening. Follow us on our social media accounts for more news, videos, and podcasts. Listen to Rappler's podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever it is you get your podcasts. The next time, revolution. Naku, Diyos ko. Yan ang mas delikado sa COVID. Kaya kung magrevolusyon kayo, you will give me the free ticket to stage a counter-revolution. How I wish you would do it. Don't understand what President Rodrigo Duterte is saying? Want to know the story behind his words? Listen to Seat of Power, Rappler's political podcast about the Duterte presidency. Hosted by me, P. Renata, Rappler's Malacanang Beat Reporter. A lot of people, but not much for a lot, but I know that there are some people who would happily use I'm polyamorous label to basically justify anything, mm-hmm. to justify sleeping around, to justify not committing, but that flies in the face naman of how we see it. It's my choice not to be a mother, but I'm not, it's not dissing on, mothers, dissing yeah. on motherhood, oh, about, on it's parenthood. Like a purely person-to-person basis. Oh, oh. I'm Marguerite Leon, host of Rappler's I've Got an Opinion, where I speak to ordinary people who have a lot to say about extraordinary issues. Listen in every other Wednesday at 8 p.m. on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Mm-hmm.